are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Show 267 on this January the 9th, 2023. Brought to you by manscaped.com and uh, manscaped.ca. Use promo code 1420SCAPE for all your uh, men's personal grooming needs and, and the like. Dave, the NFL season came to a uh, screeching halt yesterday. That means I don't have to hear about people's fantasy pools anymore, so that's a good thing. But we got the uh, the playoff things. Uh, the playoff uh, pitcher is set now. Uh, a lot of great games went, went on yesterday. Black Monday was today with only two coaching changes uh, or or fires, I guess, only actually one. One was done, done last night. But uh, that was kind of surprising, Dave. Uh, what was your take on uh, Black Monday, which usually has about five, six, seven guys? There's only uh, your buddy Cliffy Kingsbury getting the hammer today and Lovey Smith yesterday. Um, I don't know who else deserves to be fired, really. Um, obviously, Hackett got the axe three weeks ago. It's not important. He's gone. Uh, Clint Kingsbury, I would have, I would have fired him a while ago, but. It, it it shows you a firing like Kingsbury. Well, both these, let's just deal with them both. A firing like Kingsbury shows you how short-sighted management ownership, I don't know who the fuck, because uh, Arizona fired their GM as well today. Yeah. Those, Kingsbury and the GM decided to let a two-bit quarterback hold them hostage and sign him to... 200 million, whatever guaranteed. And then less than one year ago, like eight months ago, and now those two are fired. So you're, you're, you're telling me that these guys made bad decisions and now you're hooked. You're, you're, you got the boat anchor that is uh, Kyler Murray. Well, what's even more interesting about that one, Dave, is that uh, Kyler Murray's now ownership is 100% behind him because it was reported uh, later on uh, this afternoon, early evening tonight, that uh, Kyler Murray's going to be uh, assisting with the hiring process of the, the next coach of the Arizona Cardinals, which is uh, odd to me considering uh, it's, it's, uh, it's World of Warcraft season for him, so I don't know how he's going to have time to do it. Well, maybe he can zoom in while while they're playing, you know, which which blows me away because Kingsbury was his guy, and Kingsbury is the one that went to bat for him. A to trade, uh, release Drew Rosen, or I think that was his name. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Um, who's out of the league? So obviously they they fucked that pick up. And then Kingsbury wants Kyler Murray, and then he wants to re-sign Kyler Murray to this big money, and now he's gone. So, you know, I'm glad I'm not a Cardinal fan. Put it that way. I actually don't know anybody who is. There's a couple of them laying around. Uh, A buddy of mine was a Houston Oilers fan back in the day, and then he was with the Texans. And he, he was ride or die with the Texans for the, like the first 10 years. And then he said, fuck it. Like, these guys are a mess. I don't know if they're ever going to figure it out. And he switched to Arizona because he has a place in Phoenix. 
And then you well, go that's usually the thing. You go down there a couple, three times a year or during the winter months and go and catch a game now and then when it gets a little bit cold up here and you end up becoming a quasi fan of those teams. Uh, the other, the other one that was done today was the Lovey Smith. Uh, kind of surprising, but not really in one, in one hand, but the other is, is, is like, why wouldn't they keep him around? Uh, Lovey Smith probably shouldn't have been a, uh, NFL coach for a lot. He's never really won anywhere. He's never done anything great as, as an NFL coach. He was there for a season to, to maybe just fill a gap while they were looking for a quarterback for and hoping to actually end up in last place to to get your franchise franchise guy, which they still don't have. Who knows what they're going to do in the draft? They end up getting second. The uh, they'll get the second pick overall. Who's out there right now? Who is is dependent? But uh, Lovey Smith was kind of going to, in my opinion, he was going to get the hammer no matter what if he went nine and eight this year or three and fourteen or whatever their record was. I have I have multiple questions on this one. Um, if he was hired to get fired because, you know, this was in the wake of all that Miami mess and the Rooney rule and the lawsuit um, with the, the coach that got fired. And um, so there was, I don't know this to be true, but I think there was a bit of a gun to Houston's head, the Texans' head, that they were going to hire a black coach. And that turned out to be Lovey Smith. Who was a good soldier, but then if if you're hiring him to fire him, why sign him to a four year deal? You know, and and you know, uh, poor Lovey, poor Lovey. Fuck that! If I'm Lovey Smith, I am putting on my Hawaiian shirt and flip flops, and I said, "I'll see you in 2025." Because I'm getting I'm getting paid. I don't have to put up with them fucking morons because they clearly don't know what they're doing. Hundred percent. And and now I get I can sleep at night. He's already bald, so it's not like he's losing hair. That be, that beard ain't getting any grayer. I uh, it was funny, Kaylee. Uh, uh, when his picture came up as we were watching stuff, who is that? I go, he's Black Santa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, yeah. I I think that they, they like we you talked about it a while ago. I can't remember who we had on the show. We were talking about it, but about coaches getting fired and how much money they were getting spending on NFL coaches after they get fired and how much money was getting spent throughout the league on these guys and, and good on these coaches for holding these owners and GMs and, and CEOs hostage or whatever it is, because you want me to coach, you're going to treat me like shit. I'm going to put a lot of hours in. You're going to fire me no matter what, because that's what happens. You're going to set me up with a bad, a bad football team. You're going to fire me, but you know what? You're going to pay me and Lovey Smith's getting paid. Exactly, and, then, like, and that's the other question I have about that. I wonder if ownership, like at halftime, is like, "Lovey, you got to lose this game. We want first overall pick." Because I coach to win. You win this game, you're fired before uh, before you hit the locker room. Get the uh, who was it? The, the, yeah, see in 2025. Red, Arizona State earlier on the season when they didn't even yeah. let him go to the dressing room after the game. They they met him on the field and gave him the hammer. Come talk to us for a second here. Your credentials have been revoked. Yeah, your card isn't working anymore. <laughs> still, let's have a little Rip chat that lanyard off. Yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. The other coaching uh, I talked about it earlier. Uh, the the guy from uh, Sean McVay from the Rams. I don't expect him to come back next year. Uh, he's he, there was rumors, even though they won the Super Bowl last year, that he was. Got some interest from from a lot of uh, networks out there to go and, and take take a good chunk of change, twelve to fifteen million dollars a year, to be on whatever network it was to do Sunday mornings, just on the the pregame stuff. Uh, I don't expect him to say no to one of those deals. Now he's a younger guy, good looking kid, the whole bit. 
the hair the hair is always perfect already so i expand the, the to work couple three days a week in comparison to having to work seven days a week in the nfl and deal with 80 people and the like i expect mcveigh to say you know what i got my super bowl i have my credentials i'm out i'm really interested um because you know once again that's that's one of the things um looking down the road the the the, the long vision he was part of the the process that traded away it seems like dozens of draft picks to get that. Like, you know, they gave up yeah. draft picks to Denver for Vaughn Miller. They gave up draft picks for Sam Bradford. They gave up uh, draft picks for uh, back. Yeah. Robert Woods. Yeah. It, it's, I don't, I don't get that one. USC guy, whatever. He's like, he's, oh, okay. he's okay. He's fine. Yeah. They think, did they give up draft picks for him or? They should have. He's really good. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, they 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 clearly mortgage the future, and now a couple of those guys are gone, um, and injuries uh, hurt them as well. And you don't have a good season, and and after winning the Super Bowl, you understand you can't win it every year. But from uh, hoisting the trophy to going whatever it was five and thirteen, and, five yeah, and twelve, whatever it was, yeah, it wasn't that's, good. That's 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 tough pill to swallow. And if you don't see it changing as a head coach, like I believe it's a bit of a pussy move to step away. I don't think they're going to fire him. I think he'd he'd resign, and they wouldn't let him coach anywhere else. It would 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 be my guess because it's not his fault. It's this is the bed you've laid, and and at what price is Super Bowl? And for the Rams, they're finding out the hard way that uh, when you mortgage the future. The future does come, and and normally it's in one and two years, a couple years after a, a Super Bowl. But there's we at there's, least go to the playoffs. And like they like, they had injuries and the like, but you you would be man, I don't know when like the future don't look so bright. You don't got to wear shades like that Tim Buck three song back in the eighties. I, I don't know, man. Like if it's looking bad, I don't want that on my resume. I would rather go to on my own terms. Personal, per, this is me. I'd rather go on my own terms uh, with a a 500 record then going and then looking that you might have another losing record and another losing record. And all of a sudden it's, you can't coach, but if you go, but if you take, if you go out on your, on your own terms with a 500 or better record, you get the John Gruden treatment three or four years from now. And maybe you get, you get a chance to, to reset your mind and, and the whole, the whole thing. And you get a, you get a big contract because working Dave, I tell you what, working Friday through, uh, through Sunday, like those those broadcasters do, that's probably a way better gig for the same amount of money than it is being an, an NFL coach. Oh, you bet! Like the the contracts that the the big name announcers sign, it's I couldn't, I honestly could not imagine a better job. Like the only the only thing is that you're not home on the weekends, you know, but you can deal with it because you're. Uh, you're flying. You're flying first class. Eating. You don't touch your wallet. Everybody kisses your ass. For you're around the weeks. game. Yeah, yeah. You come in on Saturday to call a, a Sunday afternoon game. Oh, huh. like even those those guys that call them the the Sunday night game. What a gig! Hang around the studio all day, um, eating canapes and 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 champagne and and watching football. And talking to to the players that are going to play that game about football, it's 
Like the one guy, the a one dream, guy yeah. that like I, I'd like to paycheck. There's no doubt about that. He probably makes the, not the uh, Hawk Manscaped products on the air. Is Kirk Herbstreet, where he puts in a lot of time because he does the Thursday night game. He does the Saturday after, like he does Saturday morning. He does Saturday night for college, college game day, and then he's he's doing the game tonight. He puts in a lot of hard hours, man. Like that, and then all the research those college guys got to do because they're dealing with a lot of players that you don't know. So that that's a pretty tough, not a tough gig. But you're you're dealing with something you love. Like I think Herb Street's one of the hardest working guys in football. That's my own personal thoughts on it. And, and he does a hell of a job. And, he's really and good, good for him. Yeah, he is really good. He's he's likable. He's knowledgeable. He calls a good game. And it's not easy to call a good game. Um because you don't realize how lucky we have it with with people like Joe Buck, Al Michaels, Jim Nance calling these games until you get I don't know who the fuck the ESPN second crew is that was calling that KC uh Raiders game on Saturday. Awful. That was terrible. I could have done as good. I'm not saying better. I'm saying as good. Did was, you see did you see that merry go round or ring around oh, the play? On I uh, Saturday was. afternoon, set early, early Saturday night, whatever it was, uh, uh-huh. I just got back in the ballpark on Saturday there, and I turned it on and had a couple of beers. Like, what the? Like, is that a? Uh, is that more Andy Reid saying, "Go ahead and try something," or is that Mahomes saying, "Let's just fuck with these guys"? Um, a little bit of everything. So, I from what I read about that, it's something the team was fucking around with at practice, and then Reid like, like, what is that? And he goes, like, what do you think? He goes, well, let's let's do some things, and they 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 actually scripted some stuff. And okay, yeah, yeah, okay, like we'll put this in the playbook. So I'm a little torn on this. I think, like you know, they, aside from a, a penalty, um, they scored a touchdown on it. So I I I think it can work. There's there's I I especially with that that team, it can work. But now. You're playing a nothing game, but something. You had to win to secure first seed overall. I'm glad that. it all worked out because I was confused to fuck what was going to happen there. There was going to be some coin tosses and things and blood. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that in a second. Because I still don't know. Maybe you can put it in 14, 20 terms for me. Because I don't. I didn't. I do not know what was going to happen. Here. Go finish off your thoughts <laughs> about the uh, the Chiefs. But then, so when you're doing that now against lesser opposition, which the Raiders clearly are this year. On the eighth, like, if I, if I'm the Raiders and like these motherfuckers are showing us up, they're starting to clown us. And you know when I'm being uh, clowned, that's when I start taking cheap shots. And I don't give a fuck. You know, I'll go for someone's knees. You're you're gonna disrespect us in our own stadium. Like we get it, you're better. You don't fucking show us up, and that's showing them up 100%. more than running up the score. And then so I I I, I thought it was. Like, are, are you doing that in a in a in a thirteen thirteen game in the Super Bowl? Probably not. See now, maybe they might though, and you know, and that's the other side of the coin where you know, if let's see if this actually works because we can, we're not going to practice. Like, we when are when's the next time? Because now they're in the second round of the playoffs already. They're not going to have an opportunity to to practice something like that. Um, so so I'm a little bit torn. I I like it. it it's creative as hell. It's entertaining, and that's the team to do it. But I, I question the timing because, you know, it for some jamoki on the side, like I'm, you're not 
disrespecting us like that in our yeah. house on the last game of the year, you pricks. Yeah, I don't know how much I like. I'd like it against me. I don't know how much I would like someone trying that against me in a certain game. If it was game three or four, and we're still playing for something, and uh, and the Raiders still had a chance, if I was to to do something before their season fell apart, which it seems to do every single year, I I would have a different read on it for different points in the season if I was yeah. the opposing coach. Yeah, like, like maybe game to try that to, to try that yeah. on me on the last game of the year that you know you're going to beat us because we stink. My players have checked out. We have a backup quarterback in, and on and on and on with the Raiders. But the thing is, the Raiders can still make a stop, right? If you don't like mm-hmm. someone doing something against you, don't let them do it, right? Right? But, like when, but that's it's like with the bat flip. If you don't like someone flipping a bat if they hit a home run, make better pitches. Right? Yeah. Is it is it that I don't I don't know? Maybe it's a a different analogy, but I think that's just. We we get so upset when people try different things because we're you know we're we're getting a little long in the tooth in our sports viewership how we in our age but young people that's what they do now this, yeah, this and, is what they do and I get that that I think that analogy of the bat flip is perfect because you know there's bat flipping on a two run shot to win to a two run walk off in the ninth you're allowed to bat flip that one yeah but you don't bat flip a, a solo shot in the eighth to go up fourteen four. Or, or, or right. to make the score 14-4 when it was 14-3. Right. right. Like, don't bat flip that. Yeah. Like, so. yeah, so, so I don't know. And because the next one, like, yeah, the fuck are you doing? Here's how, uh, just put it in the ribs. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put, put it in your ear hole. I'm just going to. Yeah, rip, you'll feel kidney. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, flip that. Take your base. Yeah. I, <laughs> Like when I was watching, I was like, I didn't know what the hell was going on, and I, I, I chuckled a little bit to myself, and I was like, okay, well, whatever, who cares? But then I got, I got thinking about this. I got like, geez, I don't know how much I actually like that now. Yeah, it's creative and it can work, and I'm all for creativity. And and you know, if if Kansas City wasn't in the AFC West, the same division as my Broncos, I, I would like this team a lot more. They're entertaining as hell. Um, if they don't win more Super Bowls with this group, it, it's going to be a failure. Like, um, they, they can do things that no one else can do on offense. And and they're such a fun team to watch, and, and I like it. I think uh, they're getting a little bit too many calls from the boys in stripes, but that's just me. Um, if they don't, I'm not rooting for them. But I am going to watch them because they're they're must watch football. They're that entertaining. You bring up the guys in stripes. I hate hacking on officials because I I am one at a certain level. And but uh, I have a bad feeling about this NFL playoff. Something's going to there is going to be a call on a pass interference. There was a pass interference in week five. There was a pass interference in week twelve. That wasn't a pass interference this weekend for whatever reason. That w- won't be in 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 the NFC Championship game, but it will be in the in the uh, in the Super Bowl. There has been such a level of uh, oh, I don't want to say incompetency, but um, second guess. I, I don't know the proper word. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not game to game. Just there's no consistent. There's no consistency uh, on what the call is like i like i've said this before on our show that yes baseball umpires they, they do make mistakes Abs- absolutely like if they miss a pitch yeah but the strike zone is this so here here's what it is and if they miss it well they, they missed it and if a guy's out he's out if he's safe he's safe whereas in football it just seems to be 
nobody knows what the actual letter of the law is a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And it's so judgmental. And this pass interference has to be the hardest call in sports. It really, it really does because you got to allow some contact and hand fighting if both of them are looking at it. And, and, but then at the end of the day, it's completely up to the ref to, to, to decide if they want to call it or not. It's there, there's, there's, there's no consistency and I don't know how they can be consistent with it. I think, I think they should start allowing a little bit more contact as, as long as it's, not actual pulling of jerseys and face guarding and, and I think kind of once thing. a hand goes in the face past the ten yard line, you grab onto a guy's jersey. That's a penalty, right? That, that, that's a that's a that's a given. Like extend that jam zone to to ten yards, not five yards from yeah. the the line of scrimmage, because these athletes are so so good and talented, and they can jump. It's it's the being a cornerback in the in the NFL is is I believe the hardest, the single hardest position in in professional sports. It's it's so hard. And you can get made to look bad really fucking quick. You gotta you gotta let him play a little bit. You got it is a contact sport. And as long as you're not making contact to to avoid make him miss the ball. But if there's if you're if you're playing, you're playing a game. When you're playing a game, you you're gonna bump into other people. And and I don't I don't know the answer, but I think there has to be some more intent or or something because these these made up pass interference calls that are happening right now is garbage. And the other thing that's garbage is is disrupting the passer. Like sometimes, oh, like yeah, they're fucking sneezing on them and getting a flag, and sometimes they're getting thrown to the ground. It to, it it totally depends. On who on the quarterback name on is and what his, and what his paycheck you is. You bet. That's exactly it. Yeah, it it's kind of disgusting, actually. Not disgusting, it's, but it's kind of disheartening. I guess is one way of putting it. Like, Jesus, man, make the just because a guy's only making six hundred grand, big cock Brock doesn't mean that it's not the same penalty that is on Tom Brady, right? Exactly. Right. And and on that on that same note, it's it's ridiculous to think that. They don't know this. Like they know this. Like, oh fuck, I for sure would have thrown that flag if it was uh, uh Russ or Rogers or, or yeah. whoever, right? It's just like it's a fucking flag and you know it's a flag. And like we talked about about a month ago or whatever, as we get older, ah, oh, the fix is in, the fix is in. And it and it, it's and crazy. It's like I, I, I hate to talk that way that as I get older, because I remember being 15 14 years old and talking this way and when my dad was was 50 right and talking and he would make the joke with the fixes in they're doing this on purpose for ratings and make sure this team gets in and it was more so in hockey dad dad was a cfl guy and a hockey guy but he would always talk that way with the fixes in you i guarantee you the fixes watch this <laughs> and it, it just seems that way and i said as a bit of a lark but sometimes it's like there's the, the fix is in and like and and sometimes it is like it's, well, and the, uh, Jim, I don't know. It's the, I, yeah, I don't know if you listen to fan of the Jim there. He was talking about like with all this sports betting and the fix being in. It just seems like there's something fishy here, man. Like it just like, there's times you're like, what the hell? Because out of one side of their mouth they're talking, there's no betting, but on the other side of their mouth it's bet this, bet that, bet bet bet. Like so, you just wonder what the hell, man. 
Yeah, like you, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So, um, I, I and then the other thing is, I, I don't know the answer because it's it's once again a sport that was the rules in in their in their basis was 60, 70 years ago when the athletes weren't this fast, quarterbacks couldn't throw this hard, far, um, people couldn't hit this hard, it, everything. Right, the 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 physical attributes of the people p- playing this game on Sundays right now is far beyond the capabilities that the the originators of the rule book ever imagined. The technology's changed the way that guys have everything at their disposal on the sidelines and the like, and, and that's in hockey's the same way. Like in hockey, you see these these kids have a have an iPad in front of their face as soon as they get, get off the ice on the bench, right? So there, there is all this instant information: do this, do that, and officials don't have that advantage. Like they they don't. So it's, yes, it's, like these kids playing the game. Like, have they ever actually seen a chalkboard? No, no, right? Oh, you know, no. I remember, but like with soccer and basketball, high school sports, the the I think it was called a posy playboard, the little whiteboard with the yeah. the, the marker, right? That like that's it's nothing like that anymore. They're, they're, you're you're drawing up plays on an iPad and you're showing, you're rewinding this before they get on do. the ice or before they get in the field. They have all that stuff ready for them. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They, their, their practice time for, for is, is so set and so methodical and everything else. It's not like it, it was 20, 30 years ago by any means. It makes me wonder it makes me wonder what halftime at a football game or between the periods of a NHL game is now. Does everybody have a laptop waiting for them at the thing and then coach talk or like does a video coach talk? Or like when does the coach come and just fucking raise hell and Put that fucking thing down. They put the, the, there's everybody has an iPad in their stall in the NHL, and then they can watch video. And the video guy comes in and, and talks to each other, and then the coach comes up with about five minutes left to say, "Yeah, you're a fuck up. You're a fuck up. Do better here. Do better there." But in general, it's 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 all video. It, it's all information exchange, and, yeah. and and look at this, look at that. It's crazy. Let's get into some of the games yesterday, Dave. Was some entertaining games. There was a couple of dud games, but there was a lot of games that meant. That meant a lot. Uh, it's too bad that uh, Seattle ended up winning their game. Uh, the Rams blew, blew a lead that they had. Seattle ended up winning this one. Now they're going to the playoffs. But Detroit had a chance to go to the playoffs. I got to commend Detroit, the Lions, for uh, having a great season the way it turned out and uh, ended up in a nothing game on their end last night. But they went and said, we're going to beat our rivals. We don't. If we can't go to the playoffs, neither are they. And uh, on, the, on, on the big stage on Sunday Night Football, the Detroit Lions beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. That was, I'm, I'm, I could give a fuck, but I'm so happy for a Detroit fan. Because, you know, if you're not going to make the playoffs, that's the way to miss it. Knocking out Green Bay in Green Bay. Um, that coach clearly has his team believing in a couple bounces earlier on in the year. Then, you know, they're in. And I, I, I so commend them giving, going balls out to win that game. And same with uh, the Rams. Like, good for them. Like, having a lost season. It didn't mean shit all to them. But they played Seattle tough as well, and and Seattle won in overtime, right? Like you, you would hope that that would happen throughout sports, not just in football, but all sports in general. Like baseball is the same way, where a lot of teams uh, it, it come down to the last day of the season, like it did a couple of years ago, when there was five or six games that that meant a lot, and then um, that the opponent of a team that might be going in or or, or have a chance to go in. Uh, 
does something for 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 a game you have no control over because you need a, you need a, a win or a loss on the other side and you hope that that happens more often than not. I guarantee you, somewhere in the football world, yesterday there were players that were like, "I'm good. I'm not getting hurt. I have a contract. I'm good. Uh, I have my plane ticket booked." I'm leaving tomorrow and see you later. I guarantee that happened too. But there was a good portion of, of teams that did put in a, a pretty good show yesterday. Well, like uh, you, you look at a team like the Texans, who they had by winning, they lost the first round pick. So, you know, good for the Texans and Colts. So, like, it don't mean fuck all, but, you know, they put on a game. The Jets kind of showed up against the Dolphins, but that wasn't. I I didn't watch much of that game. That was. A I had it on for game. a little bit. I had some other stuff going on yesterday, but yeah, I had it on for a little bit. And I like, oh, eleven six final. I think the yeah, was. that was not a fun. The Jets game haven't to scored a touchdown. It seems like a month. <laughs> yeah, the Jets were all there. Uh, ah, maybe this is our year. They sure came down in a flying pile of shit. And they're not so, giving up points. They're like how your Denver Broncos were early in the season. If they were just scored 17, 18 points a game, they would have had a, a winning record, probably going to the playoffs. And But you don't have a quarterback. There's already rumors about uh, maybe Derek Carr going there next year. Maybe there, there's talk about Tom Brady maybe being in a, Jet, a Jets jersey next year, it, wherever he goes, because he's not – they're just saying he probably isn't going back to Tampa uh, depends what happens on Saturday or Sunday versus uh, the Cow. No, Monday versus the Cowboys. The Monday game. We'll get the playoff uh, in, in, in a second here. But uh, there's a lot of jockeying going on around about NFL quarterbacks already, with teams that aren't even done yet. That where quarterbacks are going next are going next year. You wonder how those rumors get out. Like you just wonder. Yeah, you know. Who like it's ninety nine percent speculation, yeah. I think, but. Yeah, it's oh, it for sure is, and who knows what gets like just because you read it on Twitter, right? Source that shit before you start retweeting, because some people put shit out just for the sake of they they literally make shit up, throw it out there, and look for some retweets, and that's that gives them a chub, and good for you if that's what floats your boat, then just get off my timeline. I I don't understand shit like you that. throwing up shit in the wall, something's bound to stick. I guess I don't know. One of those things. It's yeah, but you know, like I I am gonna. For sure, commend the uh, the Rams and the Packers. Sorry, and the Lions for showing up and, and giving these teams that needed a win uh, a game. Whereas you know the we you know, we saw the the Patriots just they they did try and stick with the Bills, but Bills are a better team. the The Dolphins uh, had to beat the the Jets, and even with a third string quarterback, the the Dolphins were just a better team. You think that the uh... The Bills, the X factor, just just might be uh, the Hamlin. The feel good. Sorry, I'm getting out. I'm uh, just trying to proper words to use it. The Hamlin situation because he got out of the hospital today. He's going to be okay, whether he plays football or not. Again, I, I, it's yet to be seen, obviously. But having Hamlin uh, be okay, and that might be a, that that little X factor, that push. To push the Bills towards the Super Bowl, a little extra motivation, a little uh, here's here's our uh, here's our crying or whatever our, our our theme for the playoffs, and and that might be a thing that pushes them over because the AFC is so tight, and oh. that, that that might be the thing that might be okay. This let's do it for him. Yeah, I, I agree with about that with about that, and when you think about it, seven days ago, how we didn't know a thing. We were just we were both a little rattled. 
having just watched that, we yeah. we watched that, and then ten minutes later, we started recording, and 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 so we didn't know anything concrete that was going on. Well, and, and what a difference a week makes, right? Yeah, and it was scary. Like it was it was scary as a fan, and and we saw how scared and 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 worried and concerned the players on both teams were. It's 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 off putting, and and like seven days. And now he's out of the hospital, and like it's great. That's such great news, and it's you know just to go off on a bit of a tangent. It, it's it's nice to see when when the rubber really does hit the road, how different things can unite us. Like no one was walking around. Uh, everybody was was worried about Hamlin. Everybody was like, well, no, I understand why we have to put the game off. I understand why the game is canceled. No one was was uh, was waving their flag. Uh, Thing of doing a freedom convoy no one was doing like uh anti-vax vax stuff no one was worried about closing the border everybody was united in their concern for for a member of the buffalo bills uh, the hamlin kid and and it's nice and and i'm so happy that that he's he's well and, and it appears he's going to be living a normal life yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like once he got to the hospital and they revived him, like there was the, the next thing was Wednesday morning when they, they, the he was tweeting or whatever. He he uh, asked if they won. You had to know that the miracle of modern science was going to look after because these uh, these doctors they they know what they're doing. Like once they get get it get him there, and it's amazing what these guys can do once you get people in the hospital and, and it works out. And these it's amazing the the, the stuff that they know that uh, that we'll never have any clue in it. Like once they, the these medical professionals are allowed to take over, they 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 do. And it was it, it was it was good that he came out. Uh, Dave, earlier on, I put it out on the Twitter machine about teams that uh, and it's got pretty good pretty good run on this one about uh, did your team was it uh, better was it worse. Or was the season as expected? Uh, I don't think your Denver Broncos was uh, it was worse, and it was not as expected. Uh, which one is is the uh, more of an accurate description of your Denver Broncos? Uh well, I I, I, I I voted in the poll and then I actually responded. It was so much worse. It was like so. I what was our final record? Fuck, like. Four and four and thirteen. Five and twelve. Right. I think they went four and thirteen. Five and twelve. Yeah. Oh God! Like honestly, when 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 they signed um uh Russ there, five and twelve is how we finished. When they signed Russ, I had visions of that record being flipped, like twelve and five. So it was that bad. It was it was as bad as it almost could be. Is is how how disappointed I was in this season. It, it was that bad, and you know, and then and now I still I'm a little bit worried. When I say a little bit, I'm con- extremely fucking concerned. If this new quarterback can't fix Russell Wilson, then we're fucked for three more years because they owe him so much money and the cap space. They're fucked. They're fucked because they they traded all these draft picks away. They're fucked. You, you you look at a guy like Wilson. He's how old is he now? He's thirty, ish. I wanted. Oh yeah, I wanted probably thirty four. You know, you look at him and the money that he got. Like he's been around for a while now. And you look at uh, most of the quarterbacks in the AFC playoffs. They're under the age of twenty seven. The oldest quarterback of that group is Patrick is, Mahomes. I saw that today. Isn't that incredible? It's, it's insane. And he's a young kid to me. Still, he's twenty seven. 
He's been in the league for three, four years. That's it. Like it's yeah. crazy. So it, it like this money that they dumped that they they gave Wilson might not work. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be odd to see. Uh, couple teams, Dave. I'll na- name a couple. Then we'll uh, take a little break and we'll talk about the uh, the playoff picture. But a couple teams uh, better, worse, or as expected. Uh, let's just go with the well. Everybody's preseason favorite. Everybody was jerking off. Uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills before the season started. We just finished talking about them, how the X factor, the whole bit might happen. Uh, better, worse, or as expected of their season? I'm going to say as expected. They're a powerhouse, um, not as dominant probably as they had been at times last year, but they, they've showed themselves that they're a true contender, and, and I wouldn't want to play them. So I'll say as expected. No, I, I agree. It's it, they kind of turned out. Everybody, like I said, they were everybody was jerking them off when the season before the season started back in August. It was like they're they're winning no matter what. They're going to go seventeen and all the whole bit. It's tough to do that, obviously, but they know they had a really good season. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl finalists last year. Um, I myself, I'm a little bit surprised. They went twelve and four. I would have expected like a ten and seven. I didn't. I didn't think. I said they caught lightning in a bottle last year. I didn't. I didn't think they would be able to to build on the success, just despite the guy crush I do have on Joe Burrow. But that guy's a fucking stud. Um, the defense uh, struggled a little bit in the beginning, but they're starting to glue together. And then once again, like I, that's another team. Like Bills, Cincy, and the Chiefs is must watch football going into the playoffs. Well, the thing back about week three or week four, I think it was, Dave, we were talking about Joe Burrow not last the season because his old line he was getting killed week in, week out early on, and we weren't expecting him to to last. And young kid like Jesus, like this young kid, how's he gonna have a career getting beat up like this? And it turned out to have a, a decent season. Obviously, there there's that canceled game, and we can we'll maybe we'll talk more on Thursday. Like I'll try to digest what what the plan the NFL has for to to make the coin toss. I know what happens. Like we we'll talk about it in the, in the, after the break. Okay, so I, it, yeah, I we were driving to Manhattan. I was listening to uh, Mad Dog Radio on uh, Chris Russo, and I I didn't know it didn't make sense to me. I was I was so confused. And then Deanne was in my ear, getting me to explain it to her, and I was like, "Can you can you just let me digest it?" And then she kept talking. And when she starts talking, I get really confused. So, it's uh, just Greek to you, then. That's right. Greek. We had a Greek Christmas on uh, <laughs> Friday night. Actually. Oh, right? how was it? How was how was it, Orthodox Greek Christmas? It was good. No, it, we had a we had a nice time. We uh, did they have braided bread and stuff? There was all kind of different biddles and stuff. No, everything did was you, good. It was. Did fun. you have spanakopita? We did. Spanakopia. 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 Was it was it tasty? Bland. Homemade. Yeah, I find Greek food kind of bland, actually. Was it? Did they have any ziki? They had all kinds of different things. I don't. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Just stuff and things. Uh, another one. Uh, the tough loss, embarrassing loss yesterday. Actually, I wouldn't even say tough. It was embarrassing. Whether they're playing rope or for the playoffs coming up, I don't know. But the Dallas Cowboys, uh, better, worse, or as expected? Um, I I am going to say better. But then when you look at the schedule, I've been fucking beating this drum all season when you look at their schedule like uh a decent uh university team could uh could put together a 500 record so yeah uh they're doing they did a little bit better than i expected but the the, the schedule kind of laid it out for them like they just put it on the plate and they ate 
Yeah, that was a that was a ugly loss they had uh, yesterday to the uh, Commodores, Lionel Richie and the Commodores. It wasn't good. Like that was not a good football game. Twenty three to six, I think the final was. I didn't for, watch any of it, but like, yeah, for a team yeah, that yeah. was not supposed to, uh, like that shouldn't have been playing. Like I'm actually surprised that Rivera still has a job this morning. He's one of those guys I thought was going to get the Black Friday hammer, but uh, yeah, Dallas McCarthy's getting fired next month, next Tuesday morning. That's a guarantee. Because because Tampa Bay's beating Dallas on Monday night. I believe so as well. And I think McCarthy's getting the hammer on Tuesday. Actually, midnight, mid, but come this time next Monday, <laughs> when, we, when we're recording, McCarthy won't have a job. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, the game will just be like he'll, he'll be he'll have mere minutes left in in. Yeah, in they're already getting salary. the passcodes yeah. and getting his keys and changing the cards the whole bit. That's my thought. Uh, let's do one more. Tom Brady and the and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, they had worse or as expected. Uh worse. Uh, but then again, they're hosting a playoff game, right? The eight, eight uh, losing record eight and nine, and they get a host a game because they're in in the worst division of, of football, right? They so you know it's 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 you gotta be lucky to be good and, and sometimes uh it's good to be in the shittiest division in football because <laughs> you can go eight and nine and and host a playoff game. It's 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 a laugh. It's a joke. That um so the Lions and Commodores have a better record than than uh Tampa Bay and and they're watching them host. So but, bad, what do you do? Both those South divisions are just terrible. Just awful. Yeah. Terrible. It's not, it's so not good. Yeah, and the like you know, the same drum. Like I don't think the NFC has a chance. I think um I think the Niners are the team to beat, even though the Eagles are the number one seed. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. The uh, better, worse, or as expected. I think to, for me personally, I'm, I'm a quasi Niners guy. I think no, like no matter what quarterback they had, and even though they, they did end up getting Christian McCaffrey, I'm kind of well. This is maybe a win or a loss here or there, but I think this is kind of what was expected of the of the Forty Niners. They won ten in a row. I didn't expect them to lose the first three and then end up end up with the record that they have. But where they are is kind of what I thought they would be. Yeah, you know, um, they went about it an, an odd way with you know uh, with uh, with uh, the young quarterback Chase Young Young in there and then they had and then they get uh, Jimmy Gorgeous G in there Jimmy, and, now, yeah. and now they got uh, Big Cock Rock in there so they they went around the gamut and they had to make a big trade but this is a team that they kind of I thought that they would just be in that division um yeah 13 that, that they're better that's better than expected I thought their division would be better I thought uh this the shit Hawks would be a lot worse than they are um, and then I thought the Rams and Arizona would at least be competitive, but both those teams shit the bed this year too. So um, they were the beneficiaries of um, weak division that was a little bit unplanned. And you know what? They did lose whatever week three or four. They lost to the mighty Denver Broncos. So how good can they be? Well, we'll find out in a week or so. <laughs> that's for sure. Anyways. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. 3-2-1, Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. The ball is officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball on your balls in 2023. Whether you have had a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming have you covered for your much-needed resolution of bringing sexy back. During the 7 million men worldwide, was it like... 
four million when we first started doing these, wasn't it? I thought it was, yeah, it wasn't in like eight million balls, but you know, we'd give or take a couple. Yeah, four, yeah, because we were, yeah. Well, let's take yeah, it off. Situated. Anyways, World Bet Manscaped with our exclusive author, offer. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code 1420SCAPED and get 20% off and free shipping. Let us have a toast for a new year, new you, and a new you with no pube. Manscaped.com, go to manscaped.com or manscaped.ca today and use promo code 1420SCAPED to get your 20% off and free shipping. I just thought, I just thought it's up. Manscaped, your new product, the scrotum scraper. They have a beard thing coming out. They're, they're sending us tomorrow. I can't grow a beard. Well, it, it's for those, like, the, for the people who have, like, the fancy beards. Oh, okay. Now nah, they're sending them out Oh, tomorrow. yeah. Whatever. It's just, no, there's I, the I, wax I, and the stuff. And we'll, we'll maybe we'll give them away as gifts or prizes or something. I don't know. So I, this is the most hairiest my face ever gets. I, I haven't shaved in three days. So this, this is it. Same, same. Same, same. But, oh, well, like, uh, we're, we're, we're happy to hawk the product. Um, yeah, clean up them boys. Boys. Yeah, there you go. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Uh, I'm sure glad I didn't use my SeatGeek chance to go to the national championship game tonight, Dave. She's uh, 52 to, no, they just scored again, 59 to 7, Georgia over the TCU Horn Frogs. Um, I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm 100% not surprised. I didn't think it was going to be this big of a blowout. But uh, I I had a feeling that it was going to be ugly, but I was thinking 28 points. I wasn't thinking 52. Huh. I watched the, the whole first half. Oh, sorry. I, I missed that last one to make it whatever, like 38 to 7, I think, was the half, halftime score. Texas Christian was fucked. Unless they, someone started doing steroids and actually turned into the Hulk. And someone could put the the pressure on their ten gallon beret or whatever that fucking cowboy hat quarterback. What's his name? Stetson Bennett. Stetson, like Jesus, I, I don't like that name. He's and so he, average, and he's the fourth. He's the fourth one. I <laughs> when you give anyone fucking that much time, like you can count how much time he has with a goddamn hourglass. He's going to find someone open. An hourglass and an abacus and it all together. Holy shit. You can, yeah, with a sundial. It was, it was, it was how brutal this Texas Christian rush, rush is. 
And obviously, it hasn't changed. I haven't watched anything of it. No, it's, bad. it's two backs. It's usually a great game. I mean, you look back to that 06 game with uh, USC and Texas, like an all-timer, and you always hope there's going to be a great championship game. Because And no matter what sport, you always want a, a close final. Uh, I mean, one team wins, one team loses, no matter what, and there'll be one person sad and one person happy. But when they're like this and people are turning it off at halftime, it, it loses its luster. And then you start to second-guess how they, they get to the, these games and everything else then everybody will talk the sec dominance and that'll be the whole thing tomorrow that it should have been it should have been alabama and it should have been uh even though alabama had the two losses but that's that, that's what the conversation is going to be no matter what on all the big shows tomorrow yeah i i hear that um you know and you look at it uh with the semifinals michigan beat themselves they i i truly believe they were the better team that day against texas christian but texas christian came to play that game and and uh, the team from the south should have beat Georgia, missed field goal, and so it could it it easily could have been an all Big Ten championship game, and I think that would have brought a little bit more juice to the stage. It's just it's just a shame when a team doesn't show up. Like yeah, TCU. it's it, it's just it it, it it kind of puts football in perspective, the college football, and the 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 best team usually always wins, and it and it ain't close. And and I said it to something I was on Twitter today someone posted who's gonna who's going to win this game and I said I would like to see TCU win but uh the Cinderella never wins. Never yeah. ever ever wins. No matter what sport Cinderella never wins. It's it's pretty rare and and congratulations Georgia. Um at least you're not Alabama. Well there there is that no matter what. Anyway Dave we'll do our uh why don't we do our playoff predictions before we get to, we get skewed by the the mass media and everything else and the mainstream media? I'm just fucking around. The uh, about what's going to happen in the NFL playoffs? Super wild card weekend, as it was dubbed last year. I don't know. Wild card weekend <laughs> couldn't just be the normal term. I don't know why they had to add super in front of it to for whatever reason. Because they're playing on Monday. They're playing Monday for another game. Super, super, super. Fuck off. But what? Anyways, uh, we'll go down to down the list. I got them in order. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. I got San Francisco winning this one by. Two, three scores kind of deal, maybe a, a 15 point change. I, I think that, uh, San Francisco's defense, although they have not been playing that well as of late, uh, I still, th- their defense, I think they're going to handle, uh, the, C- the Seattle Seahawks on, uh, on Saturday afternoon. I agree. The line is 10, Niners by 10. And I think that's a fair line. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Niners to cover. Um, Seattle's had a better than expected year and, and good for you. You're in the playoffs. Team that I've never been a, a big fan of and the quarterback situation and on both sides. And I, like I said, I was wrong uh, about uh, both this during the 1420 podcast <laughs> over the year kind of funny. with, uh, with, uh, with Herbert and with, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Silken Lauman the third. But, uh, I've been a bit wrong on all these guys uh, throughout the, this, uh, this year of the, the, the football season, but Chargers and Jags, Jags got in for the, I think a five game winning streak to end the season. Uh, nine and eight record. I think it was to, to, to close it out. Um, I'm going to say just go with the home team on this one. Cause I, I have more faith in Trevor Lawrence than I do in, 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 in Justin Herbert. I don't have anything to back that up. Maybe I just, I'm just trying to prove myself right on this one, but I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars to win that football game. This one is 100% in the hands of Herbert. Uh, Jacksonville's defense has been on fire 
Um, that game that they, uh, the Jags beating Tennessee, I watched a good portion of that one. And it was the, it was the Jags defense that won that game. It wasn't T Lawrence. He, uh, he didn't throw picks, but he wasn't able to move the ball. He he struggled in the second half, and their defense came up big. So if if San Diego takes San Diego, if the Los Angeles Chargers yeah, take San care Diego. of the take care of the ball, um, I think they're going to win. Uh, if I, I I believe that game's going to come over come come down to the turnover battle. Uh, I don't think this next one's going to be a, a game at all. Uh, I, I think, like we, we discussed earlier on, the uh, the Buffalo Bills have a uh, they have a sounding board now. They got a, they, they got a, a an X factor. It's going to happen on 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 uh, Saturday with the Dolphins and the Bills. And the Dolphins don't even have really have a quarterback because Tua probably shouldn't be playing. He's he's discussing whether he is going to or not. And he, I don't think he should. Most of the most of the uh, pundits don't think he should be playing. Hopefully his parents can talk to him and say he, they, they don't play because there's a good chance even if you do play, you're going to lose this football game. Take the rest of the year off and call her good. The Bills beat the Dolphins by a lot on on their next game. A lot. I, I believe that too. Um, the Dolphins are going to have to play in the cold weather. Um, the Bills have something to play for. They're jacked. They're united. Uh, but the Bills, 10 and a half uh, favorite. I think they they might win by 25. One thing I hope the Bills don't do, and I I hate I it's nothing against Hamlin, it's nothing against Demar. I I hate I hate the term whatever strong. This I hate it. It is so overused and it's so played. ridiculous. It and is played. So played. Get original. Get original. Yeah. Like it'll be number three strong, Buffalo strong, Hamlin strong. Get something new. Get get your creative team. Get some kid. Get some crony at Buffalo University to come up with something a little more intelligent than the Hamlin strong. Healthy Hamlin. Double H. H-H. Healthy Hamlin. There we go. There you the, go. The, you, you thought that in about three seconds. Uh, Giants, Vikings. The Vikings are probably the biggest frauds uh, in the recent NFL history with their record of uh, 13 and four, I think they finished up with. Uh, the Giants are, aren't that good either. Uh, both teams kind of just get get there because of the, the the conference that they're in. But I am going to say, for whatever reason, that the Giants are going to pull off the upset and show that the uh, Vikings are really not just they're not that good, and that they were the, a benefit of a, a really weak division. Yeah, um, Daniel Jones is, has really came to play these last three four weeks. He's he's a threat to run, and and he's not going to kill you with his arm, but he's not. He's not dumb with the ball. He can throw. I'd love the Giants to win this game, but you know, if the whole throw might come into effect here, right? Well, and, and and I get and if you're Kirk Cousins and you get a throw to Justin Jefferson, boy, that's a huge mark. You, you put it within ten feet of the kid, and he's going to catch it. So I hate hate seeing this. I think the Vikings are going to win this one. They're favored by three. I'll, I'll, I bet you they win by seven or 10 because, uh, and it's not because of Cousins, it's because of Jefferson and, and the home field advantage. So I, I got the Vikings here and I, I don't like saying that. 
Ravens, Bengal Ravens were my Super Bowl favorite to go into the, uh, we did the preview show being a season here at 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. I had the Ravens. I thought that Lamar Jackson was going to have a, a year of the ages. He got injured and the like, but I thought he's going to put up a huge year for his, uh, to try to get his, his new contract in order and, and get the, some kind of a record deal that no one's ever seen before. Never really happened. Like I said, injuries happen. Ravens, Bengals. Uh, the Bengals have been flying as of late. I think they won uh, eight in a row to, to get where they are right now. Uh, I'm going to say the Bengals at home over the Ravens. They're just a better football team. I agree with that. Um, Lamar's had four weeks off. I don't like, obviously, you never know how bad his knee is injured. Um, if Lamar's playing, this should be a hell of a game because they're, they're obviously familiar with each other. There's some some natural rivalry hatred uh, between the two teams. Um, I, I'm I'm quite looking forward to this game on on Saturday. Oh, this one's on Sunday. I'm quite looking forward to this game on Sunday. I Bengals are favored by six and a half. I bet you it's a field goal, and then I'll even even I'll even say the Ravens if if Lamar um, if he can play. If if he's healthy, if at eighty percent, he's a still he's still a he's a hundred percent quarterback for most teams. Well, you bet. So um, yeah, if, if Lamar's eighty percent, I'll take the Ravens. I think they'll win. They're for sure going to cover, but this is a field goal game, and I'm and I'm kind of rooting for the Ravens on this one. The last one to make it a super wild card weekend instead of just a wild card weekend because it's just more, it's super. Uh, the Cowboys, the Bucks in Tampa might be, rumor has it, there, there's so much uh, speculation on Tom Brady. He wants to play next year. He doesn't want to play next year. Might be his last game. If he, if he loses, who knows? I think it's his uh, last season if he does play. Next year, it won't be in Tampa Bay. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have been another another year in, in, in Dallas world, and Jerry world, where they're expected to do this, expect to do that, and, and they just don't. Uh, Dak Prescott has proven time and time again, he is just not fucking good enough. He's just not. I, I, had, I, I had some higher, not high hopes, but higher hopes for the Cowboys about midseason, but it proven that Prescott there was a lot of interceptions and he is simply just not good enough. I think Tom Brady wins this game, not Tampa. I think Tom Brady wins this game on Monday night by eight to 10 points. Uh, the Cowboys are favored by three. I think, I think Tampa wins in a romp. I think they get an early turnover. And like before you know it, it's uh, seventeen to three at halftime. Another turnover. Now it's twenty-four three. And McCarthy's one, and McCarthy's turning his keys into Jerry before the before the third quarter is over. That, like the, the final score of this one, honestly, might be like twenty-eight to ten for Tampa. I don't. I think. Nah, I kind of see that for some reason. I I, I think uh, the, the moment's just too big for Dallas. No, oh, like you know, it's. It's nice to have a good record. It's nice to play in front of a hundred thousand people, but when when shit gets real, Dallas has proven time and time again they can't. They can't, can't. Uh, and they've won no, two they, playoff games in the last twenty years. Twenty, they haven't won a game in the playoffs in over twenty years. They didn't like before Romo. It's been fucking forever. No, I thought they've got a wild card game in nineteen or something that they won. No, they haven't won. A, like well, I, could I be wrong. 
Jesus. I, 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 I'm going to say, like, they haven't won a playoff game in 25 years. And, you know, this team is a team that they just spit the bit. They they, they can't handle the the pressure. You know, it's one thing to be loyal, and I'm a Yankee guy. They haven't won a World Series since 09. And, and the, you know, the playoffs, they, they've been, they haven't been in the World Series either since then. And it's one thing to be loyal, but it's one thing to have complete blinders and blind faith that your team is that good when they're just not. And 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 I, I hate to do this because I am a Yankee fan, so I'll get a lot of hate on this. But Cowboy fans seem to be the most uh, blinded by the light, I guess, by the one star on the side of the helmet that they, they seem to be the most in sport. I, I'm going to say in sports, not just in, 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 in football, in sport, Dallas Cowboy fans are the most dense, stubborn people in, in, in professional sports. Uh, like worse than Seattle fan, like Seahawk fan, worse than Vancouver Canuck fan. No, those uh, teams know they're not going to win. Like there was teams that, that, that they, they, they knew they weren't going to win. Canucks fans know they aren't going to win. Cowboys fans every year, like there's right, right now they're sitting, yep. they're sitting up, they're getting their tailgates ready and they're buying their Super Bowl tickets thinking that, they, that they're going and they're not. Yeah, I'll believe. <laughs> I'll give. I'll give you that. They're 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 a pretty arrogant lot, right? They they really. And I'm a Yankee guy, and Yankee fans are terrible. Like they're awful. But Bronco fans, they they think that their team has a chance. No, Dallas fans. One star. Dallas fans. Sorry, yeah. Dallas fans. They they think that they have a shot, no matter what, no matter who their quarterback is, because we have that one star in our helmet. We're gonna win. It's our God given right. It's to our God given right. Yeah, and they don't. No. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. And now they got to travel to watch him lose, which is great because there's, there's the, the, the commitment you make to us to cheering for a team is, is always a commitment, whether you have season tickets, whether you tailgate, whether you do this or that. But when you start uh, uh, flipping some Benjamins to travel and, and represent on the road, and then have to make that lonely, lonely, lonely walk to the to, to the to the shuttle bus back to the hotel. Oh. It's oh god, but good for you. Like just, just, just know like, that I, I commend you for being a fan. I commend you, but they gotta just quit, quit it. You like, can't quit every it every once in a quit? while. Eat some humble pie and say your team's not that good. Just turn it down, right? You're your fan on level eleven. Like just turn it down to, to eight. Like when, when my when my team stinks, I'll be the first to say they stink. They're not winning this year. They're not. Even when they don't stink, you say they stink. They stink. They stink. <laughs> Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers, sports talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app, actually. Use promo code for your Cowboys tickets this weekend and save yourself twenty bucks. Uh, by using promo code one four two zero pod, Dave, I got a couple. Would you rather? We haven't done this in a while. Ready to go? I am. Would you rather? You can't leave. You can't leave. You have to stay. Would you rather sit through a bad concert or a bad movie? Holy! Can't leave. Can't fall asleep. <laughs> you're you're on. I have fallen asleep in the movie theater more than oh once. yeah. Um, then give me give me the 
bad concert. Because then at least I can people watch. I can get up and walk around. Yeah. Probably some beers. You can get some beers, make the best of it, I guess. Yeah. 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 But a bad movie, you're like you're, you're there, there in the dark and the warmth, and like it's, and I might struggle to to actually stay awake. So, I would take the bad concert and the bad movie. You're probably there with Kaylee. Like I would go with Deanne, and then she, she and then we probably went because they wanted us to. You know what I mean? Like we uh -huh. were, we were forced to go and see whatever about whatever Johnny loves something. Whatever. And so they want to be us to be engaged in it and talk about it afterwards. Going to a bad movie is a tough goal, man. Like that's a tough, tough pill to fall. It is, and you know, and I fall asleep. I went to what movie did I fall? Um, the the day the Canadians won the the Canadian hockey team won the Olympic gold in Sochi. So whatever, went to bed early. 14, I think. Yeah. yeah, I set the alarm for four to be at the bar at five in the morning. <laughs> Threw down a whole pile of, uh, of Caesars and had a grand old time watching win. Uh, got home by so what time was it? Uh, Ten, and then I and I took Jasper to the matinee of the the Lego movie. So I snuck a nap in there, went to the movie, and then I was like ten minutes in. I was sawn logs. Dad, you're sleeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Dad, <laughs> you're sleeping. Dad, dad. It's like fuck, kid, just. Let me sleep. <laughs> hey, watch the movie. Let me sleep. Yeah, you let dad sleep. So, nonetheless, yeah, I, I can rock a nap in a movie theater, no problem. One more that we'll call tonight. Dave, would you rather finish a bad meal and be full or not get any of your favorite meal because you dropped the plate or whatever at the buffet table? Um... So, do I know it's going to be bad? Because you know, I could, I've, I've taken. Yeah, it's something you don't like. And you're like, and then you just, you're at the in-laws or whatever it may be, and you're like, I don't want this. Oh, and like so, but it's like so, I have to put up with the social stigma of saying no, I'm not going to eat this. Yeah, like you have to eat it. Would you rather uh, eat it or or drop your plate by accident on something you really like? So if it was just my fan, when I see my family, Kaylee, Jasper, and I, no eating, no eating. I can I can go a day without eating if it means, <laughs> uh, like I'm that kind of stubborn. Uh, uh, but if it was at some place or it's with people, I do have manners, and I'm living in a society, and I'll choke it down. But I would cry. <laughs> I see the butt coming. That's why I didn't, I didn't interfere. <laughs> no, no, I would, I would, as long as there was no hurt feelings, and I mean that like for my in laws or wherever we may be, as long as there is no hurt feelings, I'd go hungry and, and, and tell that bad meal to jam it and watch. And like I might even lick the floor a little bit and pick up the good plate. Like, yeah, but no, they're, no. They're, I don't know because, like, Jesus, man, like, there's some things I hate bad food. There, uh, Deanne, Deanne, like, she, she, she's a good cook, but there was one time last summer, or maybe the summer before, I don't, I can't remember what it was. It does, it doesn't much matter when the time frame was, but she made, she made a steak, but with something on it and something different. And 
I wasn't eating it fast. I like I like steaks. Like I was eating, I wasn't eating it fast. And she says, "Is there something wrong with what?" I said, "It's really salty." Like and I said, "It's it's it's really salty." Because she likes salt on everything. It must be a Greek thing. I don't know. Her brother's the same way. And I said, it's just really salty. I'll eat it. And then so she took a bite. She goes, well, how bad could it be? Because she, I, I bug her about salt all the time, right? And because uh, she pours it on. I said, salt isn't a flavor. Salt's not a flavor. It's a flavor enhancer is what salt's supposed yeah. to be. And, it, and, and she took one bite and she goes, oh, yeah, you can't eat that. I was like I try, like I gave it a good effort. I was like, no, I can't do it. So I would rather, I'd rather go hungry than eat something bad. Same, same, man. Like when it's like, bad, it's bad. It's, like, I'm not eating it. Like fuck it's that. Not, really, it's like something has to be absolutely uh, horrendous, atrocious for me not to even give it a shot. It has to be pretty bad. Like yeah. I'll I'll throw anything in the mouth. Speaking of nice segue. I don't know if you saw what I put on Twitter yesterday. Like, uh, it was my birthday that we we talked about on Wednesday, and so we we did celebrate. We just happy birthday, blah blah, and then we have the birthday meal on the weekend. Oh, I just said last night. Yeah, I was gifted a a prime rib roast, and I cooked the hell out of that thing. Holy fuck! Did we feast last night? It was like we were kings. Oh, yesterday was a really like from. I got done all my chores, grocery shopping, went to work for a little bit, set shit up for for today. From one o'clock till nine thirty, I was I was the king of the master of my domain. I was cooking. I had some beers. I finished it off with a, and then we sang happy birthday. I ate some cake, had a whiskey, and went to bed. There you go, Calder. Good. See you later. No, that's woo wee. Right on. Yeah, I love I love beef. Well, Dave, we'll do this again on Thursday night. I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's the NFL, I'm sure. The hockey season's going. The Oilers, your, your, your Edmonton Oilers aren't looking very good, actually. Let's, uh, let's talk about the bigger disappointment of a, of a team from Alberta on Thursday night because both teams aren't doing anything near near that they, uh, they were expected to do in this hockey season. And it's, it's bad. It's not good. Well, it's, it's just one of those things, the Oilers, like, and that's why I stopped, you know? When you're in trouble, quit digging. Uh, when you find yourself in a hole, quit digging. And I still don't see a, a good goalie or a number one D-man. So, what do you do? The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. More beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other. But more importantly, take care of yourselves. You need year-round. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? No swinging and high pitches, too. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Thursday night. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.